Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. What's up, dude? Hi, how's it going? Good. Um, I'm really sorry that I got lost oh my on my way home. Oh my gosh. In your own neighborhood? I was... Okay, this is what happens. I put on Whitney Cummings' podcast and go for a walk in my neighborhood and just get, like, distracted. She just gets lost in the Immediately, south. because... I just love what she talks about. She's super intelligent. She's really funny. And she had Hillary Duff on the episode that I was listening oh to. Oh, my gosh. Who the fuck doesn't love Hillary Duff? Sign me up for Lizzie McGuire. Girl, I couldn't have said it any better myself. So, of course, I'm, like, walking through the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, my God. Lizzie's talking to me. This is the best day of my life. And then I end up, like, at the bottom of a hill. And I can't figure out where the fuck to go. And I'm... Trying really hard not to rely on my phone or GPS and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, let's figure this out. And I make several wrong turns. And I end up having to walk back up that big-ass hill I walked down. And it's really nice to sit down is all I have to say. I'm pretty sure I walked like five miles. I'm getting lazy. I usually walk five miles all the time. It was a long podcast. Mm. She had many steps to step. I didn't even finish. I remember chapters of my life via what I'm binging. And, for example, one day you'll remember Whitney Cummings (coughs) with Hilary Duff, with living where you live, with that hill. And it'll just be a memory one day. And I love those things. For example, I binge listen to all of Jonathan Van Ness's Mm. Getting Curious podcast, and there's like over a hundred of them. I love him. Mm. I need to binge that now. And you get, you learn. (laughs) (laughs) She die. You die. (laughs) You learn, you die. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you need? And I remember walking around Claremont while listening to it with Madug. That's a nice. Uh, oh, there it is. I've been like flailing around looking for the oh, ashtray. I put it in front of us so that we wouldn't have to <laughs> extendo our arms because I got short limbs. <clears throat> Sometimes she puts things so convenient I can't see them right in front of my face. <laughs> I love convenience. It makes life nice. Thanks. This is a nice J you rolled for us. It's what making it? me, however, not the nice. Uh, barely hanging on here. <laughs> we got a cough right now. I do. I know, huh? It's, I think it's that kind of paper. You can hear it in my voice. It's a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> we have reached the Sahara Desert. We sure have. It's called. That's nice. I think it's called BB Cookies. I feel mm. like it's like blueberry something. BB Cookies. I like it. And it's a hybrid. But the cone is what's new and exciting. My my lick, my liquor store, got that from Kendra. My local lick is out of my usual cones. And so I ha- I'm like, Wild. I walk up to the counter. I'm like, what? what do I do? What do I get? And yes, I can hand roll some at home. We have papers. But I'm like, spice this, up my life. What you got? Is this bad ASMR? I think it's good. It's popcorn, skinny pop, cinnamon. Salted Dude, caramel flavor. It's my favorite. We get down on that bag. I'm obsessed. They're it's, so good. It's definitely quite the podcast food. <laughs> I think they like it. 
I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. No, my gosh, no, it's fine. We love a snack. Kinda we always have things. a snack. This is our 11th episode, which is so exciting. It makes me so happy. 11 is such a special number. I love 11. It's my favorite number. My mom's birthday on Sunday. I love the 11th. A Libra. And I was born on December 11th. I was born three days after the 11th of March. (laughs) (laughs) This is how we talk. (laughs) I'm a Sagittarius to the sun. I'm not. And I'm a Libra moon. And um, I love 11s. My mom's favorite number is 11, too. (coughs) She was not born on the 11th. I was. So. 11 is also a good number. It was fun to multiply with 11 mm. because everything's just double. 11 times 2, 22. Love 11 that. times 9, 99. Whoa. Wild. What a great number to times. You're right. That's the easiest one. It's like, a you're good not going to get that one wrong. It's a good time. <laughs> Stable. Stable. <laughs> oh my God. Dad jokes. Shit. That was really good. bad dad jokes. I like. Oh, thank you for tossing. We have I 17 know. lighters in here today, just in case. We don't fuck around. It is also not 90 degrees before 12 p.m. It's for the first time off. in a month. Cooling. Oof. I'm so grateful. That's why I went on my long ass walk. Because so nice I had to walk around. I literally thought that I was too lazy to type it up. I'm like, yeah, it's not fucking yeah. death weather. It's so. ugly out though, still. It's still like hazy it's and like fiery. You have a new creature comfort that I have not seen before. I know. It looks very healthy. It's kind of healthy. I uh, Because I just got back from working out like 0.4 minutes ago, uh, I had to make something to eat or else I'd be like <laughs> starving. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> disturbed, literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I made a protein shake, but uh, I just got new protein and it's called cookie butter like the spread oh like the speculos yeah the speculos speculos (laughs) i like how you made it italian sounding it's those 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 little ooze in there Mm -hmm. so it's like a speculos uh protein i don't know if it's got dairy in it or else i'd have you have it Definitely but I didn't put dairy in everything gluten's. else. I put Vietnamese cinnamon oh, in it. We discussed this. Almond last milk week. and a banana. Oh, love it. And Greek yogurt. Okay, so you definitely can't have yeah, it. Sorry, Millie. It's okay. I don't want any of it. It looks it looks good. I know it's smell good. Smell it. I will smell it. It How smells fire. It's in one of those freaky cups. I know. Oh, it smells good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like fall in a cup. She looks like she's going to a UFC gym with I this cup. I am <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> she's drinking out of a douche cup. I am. Ew. That's a not what I mean. Cup. But it is. But not for you. I know. For some other dude. I can't help it. You know, my shakes. <laughs> I know. I I'm like, what's your. up for winter. <laughs> I'm like, what's your creature comfort today? And you're like, protein. <laughs> Creatine. <laughs> Like I walked up this 900 mile hill, dude. It was big. It was Hillary Duff. Like Hillary Duff, dude. It was actually kind of intense. I like climbed like 10 flights of stairs because the stairs are finally open. Thank so you. So I uh, climbed a bunch of stairs. So my legs like feel like fucking jelly right I'm now. I'm so glad the stairs are open. That is something. Good things are happening. That should be open. Yes. A big wide set of stairs. How do you love your home? 
Guess what, Buttercup? Last week. Sunday. <laughs> so I guess when you ago, hear this, no, last week. Yeah. I am so out of it. So flighty. It's so okay. distracted. Nothing I say makes sense. I'm like thick in flight right now and let's explain my home i'm so excited to tell this story it's so fun i got queer-eyed for the kendra adriana eye is what i would call we're, it we're the backups on that show so josh and i have a two-bedroom house that has all mixed match furniture and it's all dope and it's all great and we have really cool home pieces we have great art we have great like everything i love everything we have but it was just in our house dumb do you guys know what I mean? Dumb. You know when your house is just dumb? Like, Well, I just... feel like I said it before. If you live in your house and you see it all the time, you can't get inspired <laughs> by all the things that you see all day, every day. Like, you need a new set of eyes. Yes. You need somebody else to come in and be like, yo, this space yes. could use this, 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 and this. And I don't live there, so I knew yes. what it needed. Yeah, absolutely. And so what happens is I go over to Adriana's and I'm just like, oh, fuck, it looks nice in here. She'll be like, thanks, I got this pillow. I made this dresser. Here's a skateboard. <laughs> and it's just like revolutionary. And then we went over to Kendra's house on Friday and that just really hit the nail on yeah. the coffin. Kendra's an excellent decorator. Fuck. Her house is like eyegasm mm -hmm. folklore. I had to lay on the floor. I took like 800 pictures. I'm going to post one of them. I died when we were like having a full on in-depth conversation and you just see Kelly on the floor fucking taking photos of like the wall and oh we're like God. deep, deep in thought amazing. and Kelly's just like click, click, click before cameras would click, click, click. I feel click, like I have flash. <laughs> flash Oops, I didn't mean that flash. Flash. No flash. I mean, I don't know. I'm too busy taking photos. <laughs> I haven't been that amused or amused. Maybe that's what amused actually means. It's like amused. Oh. But really, I haven't been we that entertained look by looking at Blunt history. Uh, Blunt history. Definition. Amused. Did the Greeks figure this out first? Yes. Back in BC 42. <laughs> <laughs> we, Even before that. They just walked into a room and they're like, wow, I've been hit with the muse. So, so muse just I'm walked in and amused. slapped him. Now I'm, <laughs> I've been amused. Like the muses from Her Hercules, like all five of them yeah, just like just fucking pew, pew. bitch slap him with a chair oh and like, God, yes. she just reel it back, reel it back. She curates space so well and I just walk in and you know what too? She maximal maximalizes space, which means there's layers to her space, but it's not overwhelming. But there is a lot in there to maximize a smaller space. Cozy. Cozy. Yeah, mm -hmm. like a nook. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. So... I bring the latest over, and I say, here are the 25 pieces of furniture I'm working with. Here's what we like. Here's the non-negotiables. Here's what we're looking for. Here's functionality. Dude, there's, like, functional things occurring in our home now. Yeah, dog. We spent, um, okay, mind was, you, we dude, spent, like, six easy, hours. Easy. Three of us rearranging the entire two, house two main rooms so like your your guys's bedroom yes which is the master and then we rearrange the dining slash living space yes. slash office space it's like one yes. giant we have like open. one big room that's an l and it has like yeah. a washer and dryer kind of like our dining room our entry room our couch and like it has a lot yeah it's just there. like a big open it's just an yeah. open floor plan yes which is really nice because yes. then you can kind of sector it off which is what we ended up doing we yes. sectored off your uh, living space into a dining room, working space, and yes, living 
watching TV, gaming, because they're gamers. Yeah. yeah. yeah <clears throat> this makes the... me all phlegmy. Oh, I can't drink this. You've just been sounding foul this entire We apologize podcast. if you guys stop listening to Wait us. Wait till we get the snacks going, girl. I know. I know, I know. I know. So they came over for literally six hours. I was sore. I like pulled a hammy or something. <laughs> we moved friggin' furniture. Yeah. We moved and we used almost everything. Except for only, one item. The chair we put in my car. And your bookcase. Oh, yeah, but, but that's going to have a place. Everything moving. else, has, it's all got a place. So that was cool. So it was kind of like, I want to use all of this and the house is full. Can we completely redo it? Yeah. So you know that's a dance. And it was really fun. And it's so fucking easy with three people to, yeah. like, if you have an idea, you can just do it. And I genuinely think that that's something that if you feel uninspired in your space, especially since like quarantine has started, I feel like a lot of us are spending a lot of time at home and you kind of just feel like overwhelmed by your space. I definitely had like several moments during quarantine where I was just like, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Why do we have so much stuff? And Mm -hmm. I was like, just throwing things into bags and throwing them on the fucking curb. Like literally just getting rid of things like that weren't like making me happy. And I genuinely feel that if I would have rearranged some stuff or, like, Mm -hmm. done some reorganizing instead of just tossing things, I would have felt a little bit better. And um, I plan on doing some reorganization and, like, moving of furniture in the next, like, month because I just feel like we're going to need a little bit of a refresh. And So this is what you got to do. You got to invite over your friends that you trust and you love. And who you, you whose houses you like? So if you have yeah. friends who like decorate their house dope, you need to have them come over yeah. and be like, I'm going to feed you, booze you, weed you. Yeah. And then we're going to fucking do your vision, do all the things. Yeah. And I'm not saying this to be like, I'm so cool. I, my house is so awesome. <laughs> but I've had a handful of people be like, I wish you would decorate my house for me. And the thing is, is I can't decorate your house because it's taking me like 10 years to get the stuff that I have. And it's through manifestation, travel, and a solid hunt at a thrift store. Totally. But you can rearrange. I can rearrange. So it's like if you have things or if like you have a vision, I can start like scoping out that vision for you. Um, But we got to work with what you got. We can't. You can't buy new things. Yeah, we can't buy new things. Some Mm-mm. stuff can be new. We can get freaky and mm-hmm. buy a couple new stuff. But totally, like, but it's almost like you redo the whole space and then you say, oh, you know what this needs. And then you mindfully add it in. Exactly. So what's actually crazy is not only did they rearrange my whole house, but I had, I think, four pieces of furniture that I wanted to add into the house. So those are my four pieces of street find furniture. Mm-hmm. So I found a rattan ottoman. I had a rattan bar wow, cart. We integrated both of those items. All four. Wait, the bookshelf, the oh, little bookshelf shit. that you made at altar. And then the chair, you made the desk, the office chair. Wow. So we, I had this four wow. finds. They added them into the house. It looks less crowded. The only bummer was, so, okay, Adriana made me this beautiful altar, this Halloween altar. And the bookshelf is like low to the floor. And Dahlia ate the pumpkin. And it wasn't just any pumpkin. It was, like, the one that came in my CSA, and I sent a selfie of me with it with to my mom. And I'm, like, crying because it was, about it. I put it too low. I know. I saw her sniffing it earlier, and I was like, Beach, don't eat my altar. Damn. And I think the lesson there is Josh said... Why don't I take the seeds from inside the pumpkin and plant it so you, you have should. some in the future? 
Good job. So that was cute as frick, but I was actually mad at Dahlia for like six hours. Damn. And it, she's a hard one to get mad at. I know. She's like the cutest. I've never been mad at her for that long because she's so cute. Wow. Did Josh like our redo? Oh my gosh, absolutely loved it. Did he fall to the ground like I imagined? He loved it. Okay, so he cheated because he was out um, at his dad's, but we have that camera in the house, and he oh fuck, um, I forgot. So he turned it on and he saw. So he saw the dining room, and then I gave him a tour. So damn you, Josh! You cheated on the camera. I'm glad he fixed it though. We have one of those spy cams for the dogs and Mm -hmm. for you know. Those are legit. We need one too. Yeah. At first we thought we resisted it for a long time until we came home and there was like situations and we were like, we need to have this dog life. Mm -hmm. Not today, Satan. Not today. That's the name of our episode. Um, all right. I don't know why I have to keep saying this. Why not just me, not just Kelly, not just all women in general. Why do we have to keep fighting for our lives to survive? And I don't... Let me uh, get a little bit more specific. Specific. Why do I constantly have to leave my house with protection? Why do I have to carry a knife with me? Why do I have to constantly look over my shoulder? Why am I not able to wear two headphones in at the same time because I'm afraid that I'm going to get fucking abducted? Why do I feel like I can't walk alone when the sun goes down? Why do I have to change what I'm wearing before I go out in public so that something doesn't happen to me and threaten my safety? Why do I have to second guess my outfit before going to a business location because I am going to get ogled by the men who dominate the food world and can't fucking handle seeing bare fucking legs and toes. Why do I have to only sit directly face forward at the streetlights and purposely not look left or right because everyone's trying to hoot nanny, holler nanny my ass and think that I can't hear them and I want to look over at their ass? Yeah. So not um, that I Satan, not that I, so I do want to start this segment portion thing with a trigger warning because I actually read through what our episode was and my heart was beating so fast. And so, okay. Trigger warning for me, but trigger warning for all y'all too. Just like letting you know, we're going to, we were going to just talk about our personal experiences with getting creeped on. So we literally just talked about this. Just a few episodes ago about yeah. being a creep. So Called the you fact, big creep. So the fact that we have to talk about this again, this these situations that we're about to talk about just happened. And yes. um, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. That Something terrible happened to Adriana, and it was so terrible last week that it triggered us to have an episode about it, and then it made me resurface and reflect on what my worst story was, or not even worse, just one of them I could remember. Because I kind of block, I was thinking about it, I kind of block a lot of them out because it happens every day. Yeah. Like, no joke, yeah. especially 18 to 25, mm-hmm. just every day, every yeah. day, every day. Hey, girl, nice ass. Ooh, can I get your number? Whatever. Just like, Jesus just like any, Christ. just any commentary at all. It's so fucking annoying. And that's the thing, too. I think a, um, this little side riff is, like, a lot of people are like, why are chicks so salty when I give them a nice compliment? Like, let's say a guy genuinely says something, like, very normal and nice. Like, 
Like, remember I told you I was really mean to a guy for no reason that said oh, something yeah, the nice guy about my office? sleeve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, may I look at your sleeve? And I was like, hope you, like, hope you can. He was like, mm-hmm. can I see your sleeve? And I'm like, I, like hope I hope you can. I hope so. You're, are I, you blind? Yeah. I was just being a little bee. But I realized, too, like, it's because someone and everyone else ruined it for everybody. Yeah. So I'm so used to hearing commentary all the time that it really doesn't matter what you have to say if it's a nice thing because you're the third guy to do it. Today. You know? So it it's I'm desensitized to, or like super sensitized to it. It's a tough feeling to describe, but you're just so burnt on like, okay, guess like when I go to Michael's, hopefully no one creeps on me, but hopefully only one guy creeps on me today when I'm getting my oil changed. And then if it's a guy that nicely says something, it's still like, ugh, I still had to do the dance and the dee 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 dee, like yeah. entertain and, you. Yeah, and like <coughs> you'd think that I would be better at responding by now because it happens so frequently that I wouldn't respond in like such shock. Totally. But I swear that I'm always caught off guard by it because I I never want it, so I'm never expecting it. But it totally. constantly happens. Mm-hmm. So let me bring you to what happened on Friday last week. Just minding her dang business. So I'm going to tell you where I was because... I was getting live texts. 90% of y'all can't even get into this store. So that's <clears> even <throat> worse. So I was at Restaurant Depot. In order to shop there... You need to own a business. You need to have a seller's permit. Or you need to work for a business and you are on the account. This is an important part of understanding this story. So it's so kind of you like ha- a Costco, but I was like just more elite. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like have a thing going on and permission to go in there beforehand. Yeah. And I think it's important for you to say where it is too because how many times does this guy probably do this? Like every single Tuesday or yeah. whatever the fuck. Like there, I found this new Blast account on Instagram where they literally post exact locations and businesses of where everything happens and dude i'm i'm still i'm gonna go down there in a couple of days um because i need to buy stuff but if it happens or if i see that person again i'm telling my home girl at the front desk because i <clears throat> know her totally. and she's got my back so i'm in line and uh there's like a little waiting area where you wait and then they call you up and there's a person behind me and he comes up behind me and he says, where do you work? And I said, I own a business. And he said, oh yeah, like a coffee shop or something? Because that's the widest fucking thing you could think of, right? Because that's the only thing that girls do is like own coffee shops, I guess. Uh, That was like my first thought in my head. And I said, no, I own a pasta sauce business. And then turned around and... The like, woman, es- like, escorted me to my checker outer person. I had, like, three items, and I immediately was getting a vibe from the guy. I felt creeped out. I could feel him yes. looking at me. So I, uh, with a quickness, checked out, put stuff in my car, got in my car for a minute, and, like, sat there. Because I was, I shouldn't have sat there, and that was a mistake on me. I should have just fucking left. But I sat there because I was, like, trying to get a couple of things done. And also, now I'm mad at myself for, like, 
saying that I shouldn't have sat in my car to try and get things done to like organize the rest of my day because yes. as a woman why do I have to like rush change what I'm doing yeah rush and get into my car and fucking zoom away like I'm not yeah. even I don't I even hear feel... you on that sometimes I'm like no fuck you I'm gonna live my life and do what I exactly. want and not live in fear so I'm going to exactly I was like answering emails like I was busy that day so I had like a lot of stuff going on I know it's tough though because like he gave you the vibe though so you are freaks I know so, like, so it just sucks because senses are now I have point. to now I'm mad at myself for being mad at myself and it's like yeah. god damn it like Unexpected why why are twist. we even at this situation so anyway i see the motherfucker in his car he's in a black lincoln navigator with rims big ones and i see him in his driver like in his car on the driver's side and he's kind of like creeping around the parking lot i could see him like looking out and so i immediately back out and dip out well he ends up getting behind me uh, exiting out of the parking lot, which is fine because there's really only one exit, so I, I'm not thinking anything of it. Still, just kind of creeped. Just tracking him. Then, in order to get onto the freeway to get to my house, I have to go through like four lights and then turn left. So I go through every light and they're all green. So I was like, oh fuck yeah! So I'm like racing through the last light turned yellow as I was going through it. That motherfucker went Ooh. through a red light. Because he was behind me the whole time. Fuck. So I was like, shit. So I keep going, keep doing my thing, keep driving. And he kind of like pulls up next to me and I could see he, he sticks his head out the window to look at me. Like straight up just sticks his head out the window and is looking at me and like pulls Ugh. up next to me, but a little bit more in front. Oh and then God. the light train changes. Oh my God. My heart's already saying time. I know. My, uh, I'm so sorry. The light changes. It's okay. And, uh, I go forward and he gets back behind me. Now the options to get onto the freeway are the five to go North or the 94 to go East. He's getting ready to get on the five to go North. So I'm like, phew, Got rid of him. Well, I go straight to go 94, and this motherfucker veers across this, like, meridian situation and follows me onto the 94. And I was like, oh, no. This guy's actually following me. So I get into the fast lane and just haul ass. And I am... This is the first time I'm in my life where I'm like, please pull me over for speeding. Like somebody, please yeah. pull me the fuck over. I'm at this point, I'm driving reckless. I'm going like 100 miles an hour. I am swerving through lanes. I'm doing everything I possibly can to like draw attention to myself and to escape him. And I'm not obviously trying to go into a straight line because the first thing you do when you're escaping somebody, you zigzag. We zigging and we zagging. We use this phrase a lot, guys and ladies. So I'm going fast and I can see this guy is still behind me. He's still only like four cars behind me. So I, yet again, zoom Mm. as fast as I possibly can out of his like viewpoint and I get off the nearest exit and I just drive around that neighborhood and I kind of like collect myself, get my situation, you know, together um, I had like sent a text and like some messages to a few friends and like Justin calls me and he's like making sure I'm doing okay. And I was like, yeah, I think I escaped the guy, yada, yada, yada. And then I take the weirdest way home possible because I think that I had lost him by that point. And, uh, I just felt kind of shook up and I will, I know that he was, he was wearing his uniform shirt, 
for the restaurant that he works for. Oh my god! Unfortunately, there's about it's kind of a chain, so unfortunately, there's a lot of this particular restaurant. So he was also wearing a mask, so I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, he he kind of like so like now he has this like your license plate. He might have my license plate. There's another thing that I like tried to do while I was sitting at a light was I have a backup cam on my. Uh, car. Oh, yeah. So I was going to put my car in reverse to check his license plate. But, of course, the lights were just not on my side and they were changing too quickly. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. But that's also, like, a really good tip to do. Like, if you feel like you're being chased or if you're being, like, followed, yeah. put your car in reverse and, like, take a picture of your screen. And then you can, like... That's a really good idea. Keep their license plate. So you, like, video messaged me what was going on in the parking lot before you left, before yeah. I started following you. So yeah. I was already like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. I'm so sorry. This guy's already a dick and already gave you the feels. And yeah. then I get messages from you on a random side of the road because you pulled over to get him, like confused yeah and you're messaging me more and it's like a f- you know when like girlfriends tell each other before you go out send me a pin of where you're going on a date yeah that's very much so like how i was like feeling i was like fuck like i hope this guy's like not a psycho yeah you even were like send home. me your location pretty sure i already share my location yes. with you yeah and like i'm like looking at where she is and all these details it's like not a cool way to think and gentlemen it's, like, do you okay. hear the things that us women have to do on a daily basis this was a friday afternoon at like 1 p.m this was a fucking middle of the day That's like terrible you know what and i could be completely um hysterical and i could be <clears throat> wrong and he might have accidentally gotten on the wrong freeway and he might have done all of these things that no, made God. me feel like I was being followed, but I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, felt like I was being followed. Yes. All of the things that were leading up to that point of crossing from the 5 to the 94 made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. And that shouldn't even just be an issue in general as a woman. Like, we are constantly on high alert. We are constantly telling our friends where we are. Like, yes. you don't think this but we are because yes. you don't ever have to think about these things. Totally. And like, if, I guess if you were trying to play like devil's advocate, like maybe he wasn't even chasing you, but the fact that that it experience been, made absolutely. you behave that way because you're scared because we're heightened is still like worth our attention and worth discussing mm-hmm. and not okay. But, um, I'm reading this book that my friend has suggested to me for years called the gift of fear. And it talks about the first thing you said was like that gut feeling that you knew. Yeah. And that's it. We don't have to question that ever since you felt it because it was a visceral, actual exact instinct that we know and know well. And then what happens is after we feel it, we question it a million and one different times, sometimes just like psychoanalyze it or cope with it or whatever. Right. But really, um, by getting in the habit of not questioning it once, we will continue to be better on our feet. Now this isn't to blame the victim. Um, but I, there's a big preface about that in the book too, that it's more like capitalizing on that coating of fear that you feel because if we get in a pattern of questioning like that we had any responsibility or that giving them any benefit of the doubt what happens is when they do get you hit you rape you whatever they that you will justice ever served and you will question yourself because you've built that habit 
Yeah, and um, then you think, did I put myself in this situation? No, I have been in a place before where, you know, when you said I wish someone would pull me over, I have been in situations like that before where I'm like, I hope someone, like, sees this or helps me. Or, Absolutely. Like, um, or get pulled over. I've wanted that before, too. I, I've wanted I've that a couple times. I've never in my times. life. I've... Not which, on wood. Which, who knows I've if they even help you, but... Yeah, I've never even been pulled over, like, ever. And I was, like, desperate. Yeah. I was, like, fucking cops. Please, where yeah. the fuck is a cop? There's always a cop on the 94. Always. Or, you know, when you see someone swerving all crazy in the car, like... Obviously, it's noticeable if someone's chasing you, so it's really important. Like, I know that if I were driving on the freeway, there's a difference between seeing Jack Speed Racer yeah. or, like, people in matching cars or some, yeah. you know, like, jacked-up Subarus or what the fuck yeah, ever. Yeah, there's a I'm difference. talking, like, it's important, too, like... If you're not putting other people in danger, but rather bit bopping around to draw attention, that there is going to be some narc on the freeway noticing, paying attention, caring in some capacity. Yeah, this is the time when I'm going to need a Karen to call the cops on my car. Totally. For reckless driving. Totally. And I will gladly tell the cop, I feel like I've been followed and explain Absolutely. to them the situation. You know, I would never purposely put people in danger. Yes. That's not part of my agenda. Totally. You know what's part of my agenda? Smoking more weed. That's right. I was going to say we should take intermission before I do mine. I'm doing mine a little different because I remembered I filed a complaint to the company that oh, this dang. person worked for. Oh, shit. So um, I have an email. So I'm just going to read the email. Oh, my God. So, I'm so excited. This is until email we get to the reading about. time. So tell me about this smoky poo. Shh. Age got like really fun activities for us today. I know. Okay. So <laughs> Justin <laughs> hooked. Hooked a bitch up with a bunch of pre-rolls. Like, literally so many. And we're going to be smoking uh, Pacific Stone pre-rolls. And it's glue 805 glue hybrid. So we be doing oh. hybrids all day. And they're really cute. Comes in a package. And they're like teeny tiny little cigarette oh guns. Oh my gosh, cute. I, I love them. skinny mini. And I've been smoking the shit out of them. It comes with 14. Oh, wow. That's it's cute. Great. That's great because I didn't want to be like too high. And they're cute. They're like little straw. Like they remind me of the straws at Corvette Diner when you get your hair did. Yes. Mm. They're really cute little Thanks, guys. Gage. This is really cute. I have never had one this skinny with a crutch. It feels like a... Caprice. I know. Virginia Slims. I'm very, very sassy and bougie. Um, so this email, I realized this was like over three years ago. This was June 10th, 2017. Are you allowed to tell the place that you were working yes, at? Yes. Um, I wrote this email to Diamond Concrete. Um, oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. And you can see like in my email too, I sent it to like all the Diamond Concrete emails I could find and then this one was to like Jennifer at Diamond Concrete gotcha. and I never heard back from them ever wow ever I never heard back from them so I sent them this complaint and they didn't even like send me back like I'm so sorry or like oh wow anything oh wow so oh no I wrote um hi there my name is Kelly blah 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 and I am a young female pedestrian walking home from the grocery store about 20 minutes ago when your driver sexually harassed me he stayed in the vehicle and drove slowly behind me, making sexual and creepy gestures to me with his facial expressions. He followed me down the street slowly. So I was walking home from Trader Joe's. Wow. Um, and I was like almost home and it was like really nice back streets kind of. So I was like in a private residential and it was like very like secluded. Um, he tried, he proceeded to stay at the stop sign to try and take my photograph. 
Yes, he took out his phone. He was trying to take my picture, and he was, like, using his finger to, like... Jesus cre- fucking like, Christ. Like, come here. Like, quit hiding, because I was hiding behind an electrical box. Ew. He waved his finger at me like he wanted me to step away from the tree so he could take a look at me. He took out his phone, pointed it toward me, and I waited over two minutes until he gave up and drove away. So there was, like, no one behind him or anyone around to, like, make him leave. So I literally stood there behind the electrical box. I can see my house. I'm across the street. I'll show you the picture. You'll know where it is. Oh, And he's just sitting there like, come on, like doing all the things. And he's in a giant concrete truck. Um, I, we had a standoff and I was scared. I am shaken and disgusted. And then I described what he looked like. Um, and then I said, I tried to get a picture of the license plate, but this is all that I got. And I attach a picture of the truck. It was today on the corner of Richmond and Pennsylvania in Hillcrest around 10:50 AM. Oh my God. I am a 26 year old woman and I am sick and tired of this behavior. He was relentless and he knew what he was doing and that I was not okay with. If it were my employee, I'd want to know. And so I decided to reach out. Wow. So, and they never responded no, to you. No. And I'll tell you what, I've probably written 25 of these kinds of emails. Every time it happens and it's out of business, I write an email. And I know it's not a reflection of the company when this happens. It's rather I'm letting you know that this is your employee and then you fire them or do whatever you need to do. Yeah, but we've learned through... <clears throat> history these people just yeah. get let go with salary yeah so like with pay w- so uh, <laughs> needless to say i don't know why i would ever need diamond concrete company but um we don't support them clearly their drivers uh, sexually harass women and take their photograph and That's so fucking make vile. sexual freaky weird mouth gestures and i stood in i almost knocked at the door of the person's house i was in front of Oh my God. And I, when I play this situation back, cause I do the same thing. What could I have done? Or like, what could I have done different? Or like, da da da. And I remember I had really heavy bags. So I remember like kind of being uncomfortable because I had like two full, like cloth grocery well, bags yeah, you're filled walking with stuff. Like five blocks to the house. Yeah. And right? I had already like on the way home, I probably did like the post office, the groceries, like my whole loop or whatever. And then I like am getting close to home ish, but I kind of go like the back streets and, um, I was so shaken up. I didn't tell anyone that it happened. I remember like it was one of those things where I like got back to the house with like everyone that I was living with. And I didn't say a damn thing. Cause I was it was just one of those. Mm-hmm. And I have a bunch of those, sadly, because I don't want it to take away from, like, my life and my day. And I wrote that email immediately because I told myself, like, I need to get this off my chest. I need to do the one thing that I can do. Like, I deserve – and that's how I process my emotions is 99% of the time I write these emails um, in in life. And I don't send them because they help me work through my problems. Yeah. But when it comes to calling people out, I send them, of course. Well, um, yeah, you absolutely should. So that was my – not today satan um this was also like early in the morning too so normally you think of creep town at night yeah and he was like in the concrete pouring truck like i have a picture of the truck and you there's like that's the shitty thing about concrete pouring trucks is like there's kind of no license plate on it or yeah, because it's, is, like, it's hidden like hidden under the concrete pour. Yes, it's like either there, like in the glass window, up atop and around and to the sad. And so I just found that also upsetting because when I zoom in, there's no like license number. Sorry. There's no anything. And they chose to never reply to that. And I told you about that Blast account on um yeah. On Instagram. What and so I'm thinking of, I think I'm going to take this email and forward that to them so 100%. that they can post it. My one thing, though, is like 
when it comes to blasting the companies or the employees, like, do you just give as much description as you can, like, of what the person looks like and the truck and the everything? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Go hard. Blast those people. Dude, I blasted. This is totally, like, makes. Okay. Now I'm stoned. Okay. This does not pertain to the situation, but I blasted a company over the internet earlier over quarantine about something. And cause I sent them about 10 emails that they did not respond to. And I blasted them on social media yep. and they responded within fucking seconds. Yep. We know how that goes. So I think that if you're going to blast fucking detail the shit, you better and draw you're right, them a fucking picture. It's really like I'm taking a note out of my own book. Yeah, absolutely. I totally go did hard that on that. Yeah, and that's exactly how I got the help that I needed with many other situations was, like, going publicly with it. But, like, what the fuck? Like, so, this stuff kind of stuff happens all of the time. And I remember I was, like, having a great morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember it was just, like, a great day. I was almost home. And I remember also feeling like I can't believe this happened, like, a couple blocks from my house. Like, I have two situations at that place that I lived where very horrible things happened to me, like, right in a residential neighborhood. And for some reason, that creeps me out even more than when I'm out in public where the crazies live. Yeah. Mm. One of them was my post office carrier. I've lightly mentioned it on this podcast before, but... I gave him my packages and he asked me to show him my nipple. Like, I'm not kidding that. you. And you're like, like I'm, oh, n- I'm sorry. Like, what? literally, I'm not. And I literally was like, what? Like, it was shocking. And he had already taken my packages. It was so creepy. It was so creepy. Ugh. So I, post office trauma. And now I love my post office carrier. But I was so intimidated to, like, get to know my post office carrier at my new place that I live. And, like, because they know when you're home. They know when you're on vacation. They know everything about you. They know if you vote. They know. Yeah. If you're on unemployment, they know everything about you. And mm-hmm. so I was really creeped out that he knew who I was and he felt so comfortable in the middle of my street in front of my home. That he could ask to see your fucking nipple? Exactly. Ew. No one can ever see your nipple. Unless he, you show said, it to them. And I said, no. And he was like, well, what? Well, like, what? what's what's going on in there? Like, what is that? What does that mean? What do you have going on in there? That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. It was so creepy. And I was like. I'm not show. I remember I had to say again, I'm not showing you like, and then I looked at him like, you're going to take my packages, bitch. Right. Cause I remember also it was like, I was selling things. So it was like, Ugh. I felt, I also felt like I wanted to be like, give me my packages back. And I, and I did, and I didn't, and I just trusted that he would ship them. But I also remember having that fear of my business. Like, cool. He, because I didn't show yeah, him my nipple, he's going to, yeah, do something with this product. So, um, this dude at, um, I went and got new tires a couple weeks ago and this dude at the tire place was sitting next to me and I was on the phone with my mom and like having a full on conversation, like in my AirPods too. So I was just like in it and yes. this guy was sitting like pretty close to me and he starts like chatting me up and you know, what? honestly he was a decently nice guy, but he said one thing that really threw me off and it's like, I genuinely think that men just feel the need to like say whatever the fuck they want because they're fucking men. But like all around a seven out of 10 experience with this guy, he lost two points when he could see my side, uh, my side boob and I have a tattoo there. And he was like, well, I, He's like, I'm going to ask about it because it's very visible and I can see it. But uh, do you have a pot leaf on your boob? Okay, so that means that people live under the impression that if something's visible, then they are entitled to talk about it, scrutinize it, stare at it, and that you're okay with 
being sexualized because you've chosen to because make it I've visible. Because I've chosen to put it out I've there. heard people do that with tattoos before. And even I'm my like, own no. Even my own family, before I had tattoos and I was a kid, they would say, well, if you're walking around hanging out with all that, then you better be proud of it and you better... I am proud of it, but and like... it's like, what, get attacked by you? But I don't need you to like creepily ask about my up with the titty. No. Like, nah, dog. Like, he was... I'm not a dog. <laughs> not a dog. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, it is there to see. Like, it's not like I'm covering that shit up. But, like, also, you're probably 30 years my senior. Like, no. ew. Ew. Yeah, and I don't want to talk to you about any of this. I don't want to talk to you about my tit. Like, why don't you just sit there and think, like, hmm, in your mind. In your mind, you go, wow, that's really interesting. Oh, my gosh. Look what I just it's saw. It's so and wild. And then you do nothing. It's so wild you do to nothing. not speak. How come people don't understand that? I have a, as we ping pong prick on around these assholes doing all these creepy things, I'm going to show tell you a great story of a memory of not being creepy. Wow. This is how you do it. Tell me. Wow, this is this is what happens when you are fascinated by a mystical Narnia person somewhere out and about. What do you do? What do you do? Do you capture them? No. Do you squish them? No. Do you eat them? No. Do you? No. Do you walk up to the butterfly and say, "Stop what you're doing"? Let me look at you, flutter. No. Do you pin it down? No. Here we go. So Josh and I, this is one of my first best memories with him. This is like when I flew out the first time to see him in Hawaii. So this is over eight years ago. We're young little cherubs. And we are in a bar. What the hell is it called, babe? I'm thinking it's like the sandbox or the pill box. We're in a box. Okay. (laughs) And it's like a dive bar. And we're going there and I'm drinking like Long Island iced teas. This is like back in the day. And we're sitting there having a great, like, the best time. You know, you're just, like, sitting at the bar talking forever, drinking forever. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, annoyed when you have to go pee. Mm-hmm. And the bathroom's weird. There was a weird band. And, like, everything was really weird. Like, And he was the perfect person to just sit there, and it was fucking weird. It's just great and to be weird together. this guy pulls up next to us, and he pulls up a bar chair, and he sits next to us. And he's immediately, like, a unicorn. Is he mysterious? Is he dangerous? Is he svelte? Is he incognito? Is he in Ocean's Eleven? Like, we don't know. But I'm not, like, he's not looking to talk. He's not looking at me. And I and Josh, we have this, like, thing. It's called, like, reading the room and, like, giving a chid and, like, minding your own business. But it was also, like, not drawing attention to look at this mystical man Mm -hmm. kind of next to us. He had a black flag tattoo on his neck. Dang. So we were like, oh. Like, and guess what? We did nothing, said nothing, didn't touch it, didn't pet him, didn't lick it, didn't take a picture of it, didn't like, you know, all those things. And then you know what he did after that? You respected his boundary? Yeah. Holy fuck. We let him sit there and enjoy his one drink he ordered. Do you want to know what he ordered? A Dr. Pepper in a whiskey glass. And you know what he did? It was a smoking bar, by the way. Wow. He ashed in his Dr. Pepper, stirred it. What? And drank it. What a freak. While watching love it. the weirdest music ever. And Josh and I enjoyed this unicorn in his natural habitat. Oh, oh my God. I just totally burnt the shit out of my hand. <laughs> She's Oopsie. on fire. But yeah, no, like at the watering hole. Like, what do you do? You just observe. You all just respectfully go to get your drink and you do your thing and you enjoy each other. But you also like enjoy them. And that's it. You don't yeah. bother him. Yeah. Versus this guy's like, hey, I noticed you had your chin out, so is that a leaf? Like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Put your ojos in your pantalones yeah. and walk on by. 
Yeah, I just, I don't know. Were boundaries just like not an option for the last like? Well, they probably disrespected their mother because I was gonna say like, "Mama, don't raise you that way." But I know that's an unfair statement to say on so many levels because you can't blame a mom mm-hmm. for maybe great efforts that they made. Yeah. Oh my gosh, intern Medi. Hi, little mom. Oh, but I have myself a little rider. There's a puppy in here. He's a cute boy. Cute little. We are. We are puppy positive. We are puppy positive. So I just wanted to tell you about a great story where we did not involve talking to him in the slightest. And we just like all enjoyed the moment together. I genuinely appreciate that because I don't think that that's something that normally happens in bars. And you know what? There are times in bars where I have somebody sit next to me and I have a grand old time talking to that person. Yes. But you know what? It never starts out creepy. No. And And it's super mutual and it's very like touch your toe in the water and it's very unattached because you're probably just like, hey, how's it going? Or like, you know, like, oh man, I love this bar. Have you had this drink yet? Or, oh, that's one of my favorite drinks. I don't understand why the conversation has to start with... That tattoo on your titty. Any of it. I can bake basic. <laughs> I can bake a cake on, on your, your ass. Titty. <laughs> on that ass. I can fucking see your nipple through your shirt. Like, we know you can see our nipples because we're not wearing bras. <laughs> but why do you have to like. Why? Say, why like, all those words? Why? I also can see the outline of your dick, but I'm not going to fucking <laughs> say anything, you oh twat. God. Oh like, my ew. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, do you want me to start going up to you and be like, that's a nice dick you got there. Let me touch it. I don't know how many times I need to, like, start acting like an aggro no fucking to stop. I've had so much like, protein shake. Like I'm fucking scared. lit. I'm you hear her? Yes. She sounds like she's going to ask you to arm wrestle, dude. Dude, I'm going <laughs> to dick wrestle you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this right, is, that's it. <laughs> he, he goes into the men's bathroom. I follow him in there. <laughs> oh my god! I'm you want to feel dying. creeped out, motherfucker? Uh, I will creep you, you out. That's a nice dick you got there. <laughs> I can't handle it. He's like, that's a nice dick you got there. Want to arm wrestle? Are you a grower or a shower, <laughs> baby boy? Like, and you just like. Fucking creep them the hell out. Like, honestly, I'm going to start going out to bars and just go up to every guy. Are you a grower or a shower? And then they'll be like, she asked for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're terrible. Exactly. But uh, I oh want to give God. you guys some pointers on what to do if you get followed because we all know it's going to happen because we can't I change the world say, with I was going to say, I have a few things 11. to add as well. So, like, yes, thank you for having this. Like, what do you do when you've been amongst a crazy? Okay, ne- rule number one. If you're, like, in your car... Or walking, I guess, in route to home. Don't go home. Just don't go home. Actually, I liked your idea of knocking on the door. The door. Mm-hmm. You have to um, have a leap of faith, but yeah. Yeah, knocking on like a random neighbor's door is actually kind of genius because then you can just be like, hey, you see that fucking well, creepy ass yeah, guy behind me? Well, yeah, because it kind of does two different me. things. It either like kind of makes them think that you live there or you're showing up and you know those people and maybe they'll leave. But then also, like, what if no one's home? Then you gotta like go to the next door and then they know that you're like, Try, I don't know. Then you're tripping. So, but try, that's a, that's an option. Knock on the dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in your car, drive to a police station. Just like fucking pull up. Totally. Pull up, put it in your GPS, pull up to the closest police station. If you are in a business, 
tell the people that work you. in the business, and they will help you get that done too. Especially so if you're at in a, a bar, bar, yes, tell tell your tell host, a woman tell, bartender this. Yeah, she will help. They you. will literally take care of you and help you out. If you're in retail, if you're in a mall, if you're in Nordstrom, no matter where you are, they have not. They the legally have to. You have to take a training yeah. on doing this. Yeah. We and they give a shit. They really do. The security guards will fucking help you. Like they would much rather help you than do like anything. Scrub else. a toilet. Come on, let's go. The security guards at any like store especially like a nicer store like in fashion valley or something like with security and those actual malls have security on the premises of the um the parking structure and then the mall itself so you can just say hey i'm feeling uncomfortable can you please escort me to my car there's so many options for that um you can also you know call somebody and try and be FaceTime, be on FaceTime with somebody and like try and get the view of whoever Mm -hmm. you are um, being followed by on camera because you can always contact Apple or whoever Android. I don't know who else uses anything. If you have a Fitbit Fitbit or an Apple watch, start a walk or a run workout Mm -hmm. because then they have exact GPS of like what you've been up to and where you're walking around. Yeah. Um, I mean... I know it's crazy, but I carry a knife on me everywhere I go. Yeah. People at the farmer's market think I'm fucking crazy because I'm a, a girl with a knife. Yeah. Like, literally, there's guys, other vendors, it's a very male-dominant uh, environment, farmer's markets. And I'm, like, yes. one of the few women vendors. And female. Oh, I hate that I said it that way. Um, female vendors. Whatever. And... Yeah, whatever. And uh, I have a knife, and I pull it out for cutting things and whatever, whatnot, and wizards that I need to do. But I also and hoop nuts. They all know that I have it on me at all times. Sometimes I just have it in my pocket, like in my pants pocket, and you can see it. I like rocking it exposed. Yeah, you can tell that I have it, and I will fucking use it. Like I'm not afraid. Yeah. And I hate that we have to have this like. This gangster fucking demeanor, like at all times, I well, feel like my guard is time, always up. I feel like taking your time to blossoming into that woman you want to be, that's courageous. Um, like the first, one of the first things I thought of for like tips and pointers and all these kinds of things for like all parties involved is that for the person who's the victim here, like never giving yourself a hard time, no matter what the end result is or what you did or didn't do especially in this conversation, like that should never come up. Like, like, Oh, if we're telling you to carry a knife and if you don't, then like you're shit out of luck. And that's something you should have done to help protect yourself. Or, you know, and there's someone who needs to like hear that, like that. It's not a, uh, that if you feel weak and cowardly and act, do not act and don't do anything. That's okay. Like, that because happens, we are not, and we've all... That's we're not like, fucking trained in no, self-defense. and you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes that fight or flight kicks in, and you, like, completely are inept, mm-hmm. and you just can't process it, mm-hmm. and so I think it's important, like, it's so tough, because you always be in a situation, like, why didn't they do something, or why didn't they say something, and it's fucking paralyzing, like, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, all the things. A lot of people don't say anything because of it potentially being a coworker. Totally. Um, like, it could affect that person's job, and they could be a good, like, Overall, that person could have been a great employee, but fucked up really yeah. hard and did something really fucked up. Yeah. And, like, now you are the reason why that person gets fired. I, I'm i not going to go into detail at all whatsoever, but I did work with somebody who experienced, um, 
like a sexual abuse situation outside of work. Yeah. And my work handled the shit out of it. Yeah. That person was fired that's, immediately. That's what work has to deal with. My work had to immediately let go of yoga students that and I'm, were harassing our teachers. Yeah. And I'm for, forever grateful that there's actually people out there that give a fuck. Yeah. And you know what? On top of it, like as an employer and a business owner, like you also want to save your ass. Totally. Like there, regardless yeah. of caring about others, like you better make sure that that doesn't happen again. So yeah. you don't have a lawsuit on you that totally. you hire fucking creepy, creepy ass, ass creepy motherfuckers people. And then you choose to do nothing about it. Not in this day and age. No, sir. No. So at least just saving face with this technological age. It's like at a really nice. To, yeah. <laughs> at least pretend. Shit, so, man. There, and there's so many, like, for example, the story I told about the concrete guy, like I didn't say anything like I, you know what I mean? Like I, I was terrified. Yeah. And in my mind, the first thing I said, I was like, why didn't I like fucking like go because like, why why, why do we have here? to be so strong all the time i yes. think that's a question i constantly have to like fight with as a as a woman yes. like why do i have to be so strong all the time why can't i just relax and i didn't want to walk home <laughs> yeah, no really i didn't i didn't want to walk home because i i didn't want to um him to know where i live obviously and then like and he was like oh it's it will always sit with me and it was so creepy and it was so close to home that it that bothers me a lot. Like, yeah, I mean, it bothered me. Too. I mean, like it's or like right when it's like at your a a place store, that you have to go to all the time. I'm there at least once a week. Minimum. My favorite know? grocery store closed. That little store is gone. No way. It's completely gone. And they had a person, but anyway, the reason why it was... No way. The yeah. one we literally just went to? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I, I was, like, actually going to try and be I know. a vendor I went, there. I know. Oh I my went God, that's and so drove sad. there to go grocery shopping, and I cried, and they're oh. gone. So my favorite grocery store is gone. They had that's a creeper a creep that worked there. And... It took big balls for me to keep going back to my favorite grocery store. I was like, this guy's not going to ruin it for me. I was like, this is my favorite place to go. Like, he's in the wrong. Mm -hmm. He was so creepy. I hated it. I get creeped. We get creeped on all the fucking time. It's really obnoxious. It's really horrible. So he rubbed his body up against mine in an aisle. Like, his front up against me. And I remember before I went to the store, I got that fear feeling all over me. And I put on that corduroy men's double extra large Quicksilver jacket fleece line jacket it's huge and these aisles are very small in that store you can attest to the The teensiness i think the store is the size of our studio it is it's literally tiny and he intentionally rubbed up against and i felt him on the jacket like the quarter went gross and i remember thinking like this is why i put that jacket on that's and like, so gnarly. I remember looking up at the mirror, because they have like a mirror where you can see it. The like corner bumper mirror. thing, yeah. And he told me I looked tantalizing, and he used that word. You look like the Michelin man in that I thing. I literally looked so haggard. It wasn't even Are funny. You he found the me? one patch of skin that was hanging out. And Which was he, your what? My pinky? S- no, it was my sternum. Ugh. Because I had the jacket like zipped up, but I was in like, I think I was in yoga clothes. I'm so angry. And he co- started commenting on my tattoo on my sternum. And I'm like thinking in my mind, like, ring up my fucking food, bitch. Like, I'm not a spectacle for you. And he was just like, and I have my wedding ring on and I'm clearly uncomfortable. And like, I can't even tell you. And it was so tough because I love that store. I love that business. Like, I didn't want to like say anything. Maybe and several they, lawsuits got put on them, perhaps. Maybe, I mean, they're and now they're not there, so Dang. it's like kind of bittersweet. But the first thing I thought was, well, now that guy doesn't have a job and he's creeping on like. But what if I should have said something? Because now he's just gonna go work somewhere else, and I, I don't even know who he is. 
So I don't know what the fans, what do you think about that? (laughs) People listening. The fan that's on right now in our room. How hard do you go in on, like, because I know that guy will creep on somebody else. Like, do I, like, call that business and ask what his first and last name is? Or do I, like... It's not that I do I take action. It's just like how far do I go mm-hmm. at doing this? And it's exhausting because it's a lot of people and I, I'm busy. I'm already busy calling a bunch of other people out <laughs> for a living. So I know. I guess it's like that's a big question. That's a good question to ask is like how far do we go with this stuff? And it's like I think you want to like live your life, but I think you got to do it. Yeah. I and I think that's how this it. whole like honestly not to get like too crazy into it, like how the whole Me Too movement started. Like I think a lot of women were putting this like hiding this so deep down so in often a, you just like yeah they get were just completely just desensitized to it and it's like you want to take a break from it and they're like well if i say anything i'll lose my job and then i this person will lose their job and then they'll resent me forever and then i'll never get a job and then i'm fucked forever and this is my dream and like they just you just go down this yeah. spiral and there's all these things and it's you're like right. gonna affect you and it's gonna affect them and, and that's it's like, totally what i did thank you for listening because you're like totally playing out like what i should do is write him an email like i'm so sorry yeah. that your business closed because i fucking loved going to your store and also but, it also reminded me, like, I wanted to let you know that this happened on this day, and it was horrible, and I just think of him working other places, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Fuck and it. I think that Fuck you it. should say something, and I'm grateful that women have been saying things for the last few years, and finally calling out the fucking assholes that are doing dumb shit yeah. just because they can, just because they're famous, just because they're rich, just yes. because they're powerful. I don't give a fuck who you are. You know what? Next time I need to blow off some steam, I'm going to write that email and call that That's guy. That's fantastic. Because um, he deserves it. He was creepy. He was one of those guys that I feel like, because he, he was really good looking, quote unquote. Of so course. he would like super get like young girls, because I could tell he was like a little bit older. Like I just got this horrible creepy Did vibe. Did we go to high like, school with this guy? No. he was, He's probably, I would guess that he was like 40, oh. tall, surfer, charismatic, probably hangs out in OB. Mm. But might give you the date rape drug, you know, or like he just, Mm -hmm. obviously he rubbed his body up against mine. He kept calling my body tan. It was the most disturbing thing. And I sat in my car shaking. This guy peaked in high school so hard. Like I know everything about him. Totally. And, but think about that one vulnerable chick that gets no attention and likes compliments. And and he's cute. Yeah. And he hasn't done other creepy things to you to lead you tip you off quite like you know like i just feel so bad for that person because he's fucking gross and he treats women terribly and he if you know a man who treats his mother differently than he treats his wife differently than he treats his coworkers differently than he treats his daughters you need to like look yourself clear in the mirror because Mm -hmm. that man should be treating each woman equally and the same. And that's why the the male experience is challenging. And like, I feel like Josh is often put in difficult situations because he treats his mom the way he treats his sisters, the way he treats me. And that it causes great exhaustion, but it's demanded of the world. If we want to create equality, we need to start teaching equality. Totally. We need to start. Wow. So, and you need to treat, so like, I hate when I see some creepy ass man who's then like a mama's boy. I hate that because like, why aren't you treating, like, 
I don't know who to get mad at. I just, it's so, I'm so uncomfortable yeah. because like, I. Is this a parenting issue? Like, was the mom a super coddler, like, yeah. helicopter mom and just, like, did everything for her tiny little baby boy? Totally. Because like, I'm, I'm seeing these badass women raising sons that we know and love. And mm-hmm. I know that they're being raised with, like, mindfulness and, like, this whole different sense of awareness. So I definitely have faith. But somewhere along the way, this creepy-ass motherfucker is, like, a checker. And he even said something creepy, too, like, um, you don't come in here often. I've never seen you before. Ew. And that really bothered me because... The, my first reaction was like my younger self, which was like, I come here all the time. Like you're, cause you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Like you fucking unobservant un- piece of shit. Right. But then the other part of me was like, I don't want to start conversation with him or like have him know that I, cause then I realized like the reason I've been going to that store for three years and I used to work next door to it four days a week. So I went there like all the fucking time. Yeah. So I'm like, but that's a, that's a gateway to me telling him about where I work and where exactly. I live and all this stuff. And I was, I immediately was like, that he uses. Yes. Like I've never seen, you in. yes, totally. Like that. And that was why the energy was like that. And I'm so proud of myself that I just was a cold, hard ass Michelin bitch. <laughs> I like Michelin bitch. Oh, we jacket. get fluffy. And I know it doesn't matter, but I looked so fucking ugly, y'all. Like I looked worked. It was like it was, I looked grim, and I intentionally got grimmer to go out. Like you I was hear like, this? like a vampress. This is why we all just stay inside. This is why you guys are all single. If I would have went in there nicely dressed, you would have had a heart attack and died. He would have whipped <laughs> out his fucking dick. Oh my god. He would have been a grower. Oh, oh my God. Hey, boy, what about that dick? Let me see that dick, boy. Think if he rubbed up against me and I back up all aggressive and knocked over you all the shelves. You should have on him. That and like, really it all funny. drama falls. That would be so good. Not that I say then. Can I um talk about our small business? Please, take me there. Okay. Flutter. I wish we had It looks smell- like she's pulling out a burrito. A I know. Cali burrito. It looks like one. I wish we had smell-o-vision right now. So today's small business is my good friend Angie's business. It's called Wiki Women Candles. Wiki Women Candles. So I bought this candle for my mom for her birthday and her birthday's on Sunday. So I'm really excited to give to her. Oh my gosh. You guys, it's so fucking cute, dude. So she makes the ceramic pots that the candles go in. And I bought her pumpkin spice one, and she made a little jack-o'-lantern it's container. It's so cute. It's like a, jack, a jack-o'-lantern vase cup. Yeah, and then she uses wood wicks, so it has the crackling effect. And, dude, you need to smell this. Just There's, like, beautiful chunks in it. Of, like, rocks. Fuck, it smells so good, you guys. It, it smells like... It smells like edible. Mm, it it's smells so like nice. Julian today mm-hmm. and you know what the coolest part about her business is which i recently found out tell me she reuses the containers i love it so when your mom's is empty after this you, fall festival season you bring it back to her and she refills it for you <gasps> for a discount <coughs> so i love that um she is a hard-working bad-ass lady i really really love her um, we will tag her Instagram. She makes lots of really cool candles. They all have really beautiful scents. And um, after your mom's birthday, we'll post a picture of this one. It's so cute. Yeah, it's it's so, so adorable. And she, like, hand hand makes, like, every single one of these. Like, her heart and soul goes into this. So she dope. crushes it. Uh, Wiki Women, 
uh, or Wiki Woman, excuse me, uh, candles. And she's fucking rad. I'm dead. You know, We're getting I like to canceled. Wiki Woman. Woman. Thank you for that. I would also. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep interjecting because I have just so many things to say because I haven't seen you in one day. <laughs> it's true. So I'm going to keep saying this until she the dies. holidays are over. <laughs> I know the holidays are approaching. I know it's only October, but it, yes. they are coming up quick. Listen to Adriana right now. Stop what you're doing and look at your podcast device just watch the numbers increase in time of the episode going right now okay ten right now support small businesses only during the holiday season this year that's it that's it order one fun ass thing a week yeah i've been having so much fun i have a budget this would there's so many options etsy is amazing set a teensy budget like ten dollars a week yeah where you buy something really fun for that list of people, whether it's Yuletide or Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or whatever, whatever you, you celebrate. Want, or just if you like to give gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have like gift closets and gift baskets. Like all I speak for Adriana and I like mm-hmm. we love to gift give and I set aside things that I um, collect all year long and typically give them around the holidays. And so what you got to do is you have to make it fun for you. Mm-hmm. Don't make it this stressful like two days before Christmas and you just freak out. Some people love that, but, like, you don't. You know you don't. So what you got to do is once a week, like, you know when you're walking into a store and you're like, oh, man, my mom would love that cup. Fucking buy it. And you're like, but it's not her birthday and it's not Mother's Day and I'm not going to see her. Just buy it. Buy it because you thought of her. Mm -hmm. Quit making your life hard. Quit quit swimming upstream, salmon, and buy it. You probably have $16 (laughs) to buy that cup. Mm-hmm. at the small coffee shop that you are in. Yeah. And maybe you're thinking, like, I have no idea, like, what to get people. Girl, all you have to do is ask a friend because all your friends are doing small business stuff right now, and there's so many cool things there's out there. There's so many things. Everybody's got some sort of side hustle. I just, I, I genuinely cannot stress this <clears throat> enough, and I'm going to continue to it. stress this throughout the next two months, frankly. It's amazing. You need to stop support. I am a huge advocate of Target. Target is honestly, I know it's a huge big business, but they are also for the little people. They're they're a pretty badass company and I really do support them. But they don't need our money during for the Christmas. season. No way no how. They do not Amazon does not need our money no way during no this how. season. Macy's does not need our money during this season. You have time for that four week shipping period right now. Yeah. So here I'm gonna give you an example. You use Amazon to shop for like Kelly Blue Book. We talk about this all the time. So I can I post this by the time it's a gift. So that's why I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so I, I d- essentially I did a paint by numbers um, gift and it's fucking sick. And now like, because I have the company name and the box and everything, I Google like where else I can buy this kit to support a business that. And how much extra time it. did that take you? Literally four seconds wow. to copy and paste the title of the item and from I'm sure Amazon. A lot of people don't have jobs right now, so they have nothing but time. Do you have time to copy and paste, Adriana? I believe so. It's like one button, right? And on the yeah. Mac, it's just like a click. It's click. literally like yeah, like half click, a click. button. Just a space or the what is it? Control C. Yeah. Or F-C? if your if your computer has cookies, then you just open a new tab and you just type in one wild. letter and it just pulls it the fuck up. So so you can also buy experiences. A lot of you are like, well, I'm a minimalist and I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff and all wild. this greed is just disgusting to me. Perfect. Great. You're right. 
Do you know how many things you can get that are experiences? Concert tickets. Massage. Oh, fuck. Oh, I I could go for a massage. Movie tickets. (gasps) So good. A comedy show? Oh, my God. So good. Did you know Hot Air Balloon? Oh, my God. That's my dream. My dream. Lestat's on Adams Avenue before COVID, so I'm sure sooner-ish. Then later. Sooner rather than later. Maybe later rather than sooner. They do free comedy every Tuesday. Fun. Free fucking comedy. Let's go. Crazy. We saw... The guy who does the roast, Jeff, what's his face? Yeah. Uh, at the comedy store up in La Jolla last year. Yeah. I think his tickets were like 40 bucks. Oh so my goodness. cheap. You didn't have to spend Love $700 it. on a new Gucci watch because your girlfriend saw it on Instagram. You kn- Take oh, her fuck. to go oh, see Rihanna fuck. in concert oh. instead, bitch. Okay. Buy okay. her some okay. savvy, Savage X Fenty. Yeah. I don't know yes. what her company is called. but Do a staycation for less than $200 at an Airbnb in your neighborhood. Wild kinky get her a gift card to the coffee shop she frequents at we are so passionate about this that in fact in november we're gonna have a whole episode on gift giving it's gonna be great and how to gift give if you have zero doll hairs and if you are bad at giving gifts because because everyone everyone is that's the fucking like thing i hate to hear from like People who are like, man, I'm just really bad at giving gifts. I'm like, no, you're actually just lazy, and you. <laughs> I love don't, you. You know your, you know you. your partner. You know your mom and dad. You just don't want to put like five seconds of energy towards them because you're being a selfish asshole. Oh my god! Like, Tell them, Adriana, print it on a shirt. Print it on a. Thong. I just don't know how else to explain this. You're not <laughs> a bad gift giver. You just don't care. Yeah, because here's the deal: if if anyone has manners, then even if you get a really shitty gift, they're still gonna super appreciate it. Yeah. I love every gift. I I give and half the time I get a gift and I give it to someone else yeah. and I don't pretend like I'm you know I'm like secret gift giving mm-hmm. it's more like I am so grateful that you gave this to me and I'll make sure someone in my life or it gets used yeah. or whatever yeah. and then maybe you might surprise yourself and you will use it because they got you something you would never think about using exactly. so you know what get your thumb out of your up you're at the hole. <laughs> I gave everyone in my family your aunt like, hole. like all my my parents my parents, my aunts and uncles, and Justin's siblings and parents all got the same gift last year. It was a farmer's market bag. Oh, my God. And I they love all just got it. stuff from the market. I love it. And it was, like, it. stuff you can use. And that's so convenient for you because you motherfucking work there. So yeah. you're just like, hey, I'm going to peruse. And you buy just a little thing every day. Like, that's part of the budget and that so, I love. It's so wild. Actually, just go to a farmer's market. They're all open now. Yes. There's so much stuff you can buy. Pre-packaged goods. Not Your yes. Nana Sauce is good on the shelf for, like, seven months. Dude. Do you hear me? So, so many that means months. if you buy it, you're like, well, I don't want to get something I don't want to use. They're going to use one jar of sauce in seven months. Tight. Pitch. Guarantee Tight. it. <laughs> Tight. How long has that can of tuna been in your pantry? Hmm. A year? Hmm. Crazy. Why don't you think about it, Dusty? You should dust it off. <laughs> you should dust that off. Put some off, sauce on it. Oh, <sighs> I'm like frustrated. I just like, I, mean, <laughs> I really am. It's She's just exhausted. frustrating because I, I love the Christmas season. I love the spirit. I love Christmas movies. Like genuinely yes. love corny ass Hallmark fucking Christmas movies. I don't know why. I just, like, think they give me this, like, great feeling, but I fucking hate Christmas Day. I hate opening gifts. I hate getting stupid fucking presents that, like, don't mean anything. We hate Because I know people are buying presents just because they have to. You know what Adriana and I will do for you, people? I'll buy your presents for 
for you if you give me money. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's it. That's <laughs> I it. I just screamed and This said. is what you do. You're going to say, I only have 226 doll hairs. For seven people. And these are the people? And, like, that's it. If you, you could tag them in Instagram, yeah, and, Instagram. I can like, and I can, like, kind of lurk them, or you could tell me literally nothing about them, and I got you covered. Give me ages. Give me, like, you know. Done. Like, mom. Y'all are getting. Grandma. I'm going to Pigment, and you guys are all getting build your own terrariums. Oh, fuck. That's a great gift to give. We Sick. gave that to Matt one yeah. year, Justin's son. Uh-huh. For his birthday, we gave him a build your own terrarium. That's we sick. went to Pigment, bought everything. My mom them gets my separated. Christmas gifts there, too. Yeah, we se- had them separate everything so he could build his own fucking plant. That's sitch. So and he was cute. so proud. I bet. How fucking he fun arranged is that? it all by himself. I love that. My mom gets crazy. Us Talanzias from there, the ones that we have oh. dead or alive. I love it. And even when they die, they make great decorations. So just honestly, stop you being a selfish this. little prick. You got stop it. being lazy. And if you're unemployed and have no money, we got your back too. We'll, we'll teach help you how you. to paint rocks. We'll teach oh you God. how to make body so scrub. I love vouchers. So like one year for Josh's birthday, I gave him a voucher of like whatever birthday he was coupons. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are like free things that you can do. So for example, you I'll talked about you that dinner. free comedy night. Yeah. You'd say this, t- this ticket is good for one free or good. You don't have to put the word free. It's good for a comedy night at so-and-so mm-hmm. on a Friday. Yeah. And you write that on the ticket or you think of like, take Crazy. So you have that one bench you love, you know, you got that bench, <clears throat> write a coupon. This yeah. is good for me taking you to the bench. Do you know like how easy it is to just like think for four seconds? It's so wild. Go to a free little library, read a book that you want to fucking read, and then give it to someone else after. We are getting so angsty right now. We're pissed. We're going to have to go to the thrift store. I got to go. Honestly, I I just... (sighs) And if you don't have a favorite small business, to be real, you better find one. That is your challenge. You can start with something small like food. Try going to a not Vons or even like Sprouts and if you could make it to a Whole Foods. Uh They have local places and you can start there. Mm Mm-hmm. Go to Just a farmer. Go to the local farmers market in your neighborhood to get the bright brand. Yes, yes. Just Crazy. like open your eyes, and mm-hmm. if the farmers market's like, wow, that's really scary, then like, there are more options. It's on the computer. We have so much technology <laughs> and so much information in our hands and pockets and purses at all times. Go outside and force the bush and give it for Christmas. Oh my God, there's just so many things that you. you could do, and I genuinely think that. With all the free time that you have, get if you haven't gotten to know the people in your life better, I feel like... Do you need to get them gifts? That's a problem. Maybe they don't need a gift. Freaking get a card. If you're like, I don't want to get them a gift, then make a cute-ass holiday card, because I freaking love those. Do they love cookies? Make wow. them cookies. Wow, that's great. Holy shit. Not trying to make cookies? Google your city, plus the word cookies. And then someone will make the cookies for you, and, and you, you can pay them. And they'll deliver it. They'll do all of it for I you. I literally don't know how to like make this any fucking easier. It's so we easy. Have, we've had 11 episodes, and we've given 11 small businesses. Actually, probably more than that, because we talk about multiple. Too. That's true. Oh my gosh, Multiple 11 episodes means 11 small businesses that you can support that we will put on our Christmas Santa list. Oh. So if you're like, I don't know what to get, and you go, episode one, you can listen to us talk about all the fucking artists, and you can have tattoo artists, you can have fucking candles, you can have like, oh my god, you guys, all that handmade, like, we make it so easy. Oh, I'm crying. We make it so easy. You're so if welcome. I see. 
your Amazon packages on your story, I'm deleting you from my, fr- oh my friend group. I do still use Amazon. I mean, I'm I so use Amazon sorry. too. I'm so sorry. Don't don't but get it not twisted. For your gifts. Not don't for get your it twisted. Gifts. This is like it should be like the stuff that you absolutely need to order those things on. Yeah. We need to remember that the holidays were meant to be for like family yes. and like togetherness and yes. like not the money, not the possessions, yes. not the stuff. So yes. take the next two fucking months to get to know the people that live in your house a little bit better. If you live with just your boyfriend or girlfriend, partner, whatever. Get to know them. Ransack their stuff a little bit. Be like, ooh, they like this brand of socks. I'm going to buy them some new socks because you know we love new socks. Fuck. What kind of, what size shoe do they wear? Amazing. I creep on shoes. That's how I bought Justin a new pair of shoes last year. I creeped on his shoe size, bought him new shoes. Yeah, so if you're like, yeah, you don't even have to, don't be like, hey, babe, what's your shoe size? Fucking get off the couch and look inside that Zapata. What brand of clothes does your significant other Josh would say free people he would know so the thing with free people is that they make some of their clothes in I'm afraid some sweat type shops because they're owned by Urban Outfitters however I do secondhand all my free people yeah Yeah. so So he could go on Poshmark and find a free people shirt yes and be like wow I just found this Josh is lucky I tell him exactly what I want it works for him he, surpri- uh, yeah. he still surprises me with great stuff. But I'm like, really I grateful and lucky just and jealous. That or I'll make like a, a wish list and then he'll get inspired. I do and that and it still doesn't work. Frick. Well. And you know what? And then if you have a partner who like, sorry, <laughs> Justin, I'm calling you the fuck uh, out. But will he ever but hear But like, it? I literally have like put in front of him. I'm like, send him messages, babe. This is what I want. I'll like DM him shit that I'm like, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. This is what I want. And he'll be like, that's really expensive. Or like, do you still want this a year later? Like literally he just messaged me about something I sent him. Sent him. And he was like, do you still want this? I'm like, kind of, I don't know. Kind of not really. Like, I feel like my priorities have changed. At the time, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Maybe if you would have bought it already and then just given it to me, I would have wanted it. But like now you're making me question my ethics. You're making me question what I told you I want. Yeah. So I feel like us ladies are not uh, inconspicuous at all. We very openly just tell you what we want yeah. or we leave the list of things that totally. we want. Like just well, open. Well, we're simple pleasures gals too. So like for so Josh will bring me home a candle and it'll make my life. I love it. That's the It's like my favorite thing gift. ever. And he, it's so easy. Like whenever he's at Rite Aid or whenever he's at like a random place that has candles, he knows to just mm-hmm. like pick out one that smells like dessert or something fun. Crazy. The one he got this time was lavender and like Ooh, eucalyptus. I love lavender So it smells all healthy up in our adult ass house that's been queer eyed for the straight gales. Mm, that's so nice. Yeah. Super nice. I love it. Oh, um, you bring you bring home weed and you put it in a cute little bag? Oh my gosh. Whoa. Love that. And when Josh used to landscape a lot of rose bushes and he would bring roses to me that it's were like thing. not dead. You know what I mean? When you have to cut them off but they're not yeah. dead. So he would bring me it's home crazy. like bushy bouquets and I loved that. And guess what? That's mother fucking free you got a pair of scissors merry christmas merry it was great talking to you guys merry christmas <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> all right we're done here we're done here goodbye episode 11 out <laughs>